My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. It seems to me a very strange thing to command love. I'm not sure it's possible to command love even though we hear in the two greatest commandments, the commandment to love our God and to love our neighbor. Love can never be forced or coerced. And when love comes from fear or threat, it isn't love. Certainly we don't have to be commanded to love those people and things in our lives that are just lovable. No one commands us to love our puppies or our infants. We want to. And it seems to me that love is only love when we want to. Oh, sure, there are often times that love motivates us, calls us, insists that we do things that are very hard and sometimes without feeling much love. But nonetheless, we do them not because we have to, but because we want to. Many, many years ago, I, I heard of a, someone who had, was fairly new into an addiction recovery program, and they were committed to it. They were working. They were finding it hard. And they said to their sponsor, how long am I going to have to go to these meetings? And the sponsor replied, until you want to. When we want to, we no longer have to. And so I think the question that this gospel, this passage in the gospel of Matthew is invoking in me is, do I want to love my God? Do I want to love my neighbor? How do I increase my desire to do that? so that it isn't an obligation or a commandment or a response to a threat in which there would be no love at all. One of the things that Jesus was criticizing those who were questioning him this day was that they were following the law. They were keeping the commandments. But what was missing in their keeping of the commandments so meticulously was a real love, a real desire to do it for the other rather than to do it for themselves. So the scribes and the Pharisees had their 613 laws, which they could keep. But Jesus said the only one that matters was the law of love, the desire to love the God who made us and the neighbor he has given us to walk with. In the Torah, 
the motivation for doing any of the commandments was always supposed to be love. They had four words that called them to faithfulness. The first was to remember. Why would you want to love your God? Remember. Remember what God has done for you. Remember the rescue from Egypt. Remember the journey through the desert. Remember God's faithfulness despite our unfaithfulness. Remember God's forgiveness. Remember God's mercy. And when we remember, maybe our desire to love God in return comes back. Oh, God doesn't necessarily need our love. We need to love God in order to reach the fullness of life. And the second word was hear. Hear God speaking. Hear God talking in the depths of your heart. Hear God trying to communicate you, to you personally what God thinks of you. And hear it carefully because they will be words that will tell you how cherished you are, how valuable you are, how delightful you are, and how lovable you are. And after hearing that, they're, they're told to listen. Really listen. Don't dismiss it. Listen. Receive it. Let it become part of you. And then having remembered and heard and listened to God loving us, we love in return. And that is why we love our God. Because we are loved first. Why would we want to love our God? So that we can know what it feels like truly and deeply to be loved by this God so completely. And why would we love, want to love our neighbor? That's harder. Neighbors are not always lovable. Especially when you start spending the circle of who our neighbors are. To include people we don't genuinely like and who don't like us. Why would we want to love our neighbor? Because our neighbor, no matter our differences with them, are as deeply loved by the God who loves us as we are. So here's a little, maybe, experiment to try. Ask yourself, how do you want to love God today? And remember, and hear, and listen before answering that. And there may be days when that's going to be harder to say yes to than others. No doubt about it. And then the second part of the experiment is notice, notice the people around you. Those you know and those you don't know. And ask yourself, do you want to love them? Not ask, not are they lovable. But do you want to love them? Which might lead you to ask yourself, why would God love them? And if I can see why God would love them, perhaps I will see why I want to love them. <laughs>